Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And we're just going to get right into it today because I haven't had much time to watch anything or do anything, but I do have a big announcement towards the end of the show that I want to fill you guys in on. And maybe you'll know why I couldn't watch Married at First Sight or blah, 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 all the important things, you know? Wait, you guys, I did just learn. Oh, I read this article and it's really like earth rattling. Um, you know that little store called CVS? It has one or two locations on every fucking corner of every neighborhood in the US of A. Okay, so we know what the US of A stands for, right? United States of America. <laughs> I know that wasn't necessary. Also, can you imagine if I got it wrong? Uh, no, but so CVS. Does anybody know what CVS stands for? We do now. We do now. Apparently some TikTok went viral. I read these articles and my mind is blown. It stands for consumer value stores. Consumer value stores, CVS. Makes sense. Makes sense. I'm sure I even learned this at one point, but something about learning, relearning it right now. I don't like it. I don't, I honestly don't even want to shop there anymore. I don't know. Consumer val. I don't like it. It's like they didn't right click synonym and search hard enough for better adjective. This is just a little too literal consumer val. I don't, I just don't like it. I, okay. All right. So saddle up Walgreens. You're, (laughs) you're about to get my business. Okay. Let's get right into the June 16th episode of Jeff Lewis live. We had Carney Wilson, we had Doug Bjorden, and we had Shane Doug. So Carney has officially moved into her new house. Woo! It just took eight weeks, six trucks, two U-Hauls, and a partridge in a pear tree to get there. Like, what the fuck? But she did it. She did it, guys. Carney's husband has a lot of shit, so she had to have a garage sale, which she loves to do, but she only made $1,500, and to be honest, I would rather pay $1,500 to not have a yard sale than to go through all of that effort just to make that amount. That's And that's great. That's a great amount for your, I just know. Cause then it's also the interaction with people. Like it's a lot of mental energy. I you're spending a lot of mental. I'd rather spend the uh, physical dollars. Okay. So Carney thinks that her husband Rob is a hoarder. He's either a hoarder or Rob is a robber because he has so much fucking shit that nobody, no one needs all of that. No one needs all of that. My entire body tensed up when Carney mentioned the number of trucks that they had moving because I come from a distant bloodline of hoarders and you can see that shit a mile away, literally as the neighbors are watching all these trucks barrel through the neighborhood. Like who the fuck is moving in an entire village? Oh no, it's just Carney and Rob. Like you don't want to be those people, you know? Anyway, I mean, either way, Carney and Rob sound like amazing, fun people. So they will win the hearts of their versions of Helen because we all know Jeff now has a neighbor, Helen, that he loves. Well, he might not have her as a neighbor anymore because he dropped her off at the Beverly Center and we never know if she got a ride. (laughs) 
home or not. So somebody please go check on Helen and somebody also check on Rob because I don't think he's a hoarder. I think the answer is in the fact of all the trucks. The Yes, yes, yes. He's also a snorer, hoarder and a snorer. What a win. But he's also Carney's best friend and the love of her life. They truly sound like the cutest, except the snoring is not cute to Carney. And she says, after 23 years of marriage, you just want your fucking sleep. Um, Carney, Carney, even in a brand new relationship, even if it was with my dream boo, Colin from Below Deck, If he was snoring for even 23 seconds, I would start to fucking spiral. Because no matter what, we all just want our fucking sleep. Yet Jeff is still trying to help Carney find solutions to deal with Rob snoring. My solution (laughs) is make it a deal breaker so that you never get into this situation in the first place. Okay? Because Rob wouldn't have even gotten past date one in my books. Like, your house would have so much less junk. You'd be insanely well-rested. Life is great over here. It's great. No, really, I am going to have to be convinced at this point by the next guy that wants to date me to actually date them back because I think I'm just becoming too irritable for love. That's so sad. But if I fall in love with one more snorer, I swear I can't. I because I do. I agree with Jeff. Like you want to snuggle with them. So you stick around. But like it drives me fucking crazy. So fuck being a hoarder or a snorer. I would turn to murder. I would turn to murder. And I don't want to do that. So again, it's a deal breaker. I'm going to put it on my hinge profile or ask them on date one. After they pay the bill. <laughs> I wonder who will pay the bill with Jameson and Frank. Because they're going on a little date Saturday night. And then having a sleepover. Woo! There's a bit of concern about Jameson's IBS rearing its ugly head. Via his rear. Rearing his rear. Um, Jameson was like, Ugh, I think I'll just rip the band-aid off and start ripping ass. Like, what am I supposed to do? To which the room was horrified. And everyone's like, no, like, don't eat, don't eat anything crazy. Actually, don't even eat. Just drink some juice or something. Ew, why do I always just instantly think of taglines in my head? Like, don't eat anything crazy so your ass doesn't spray. I don't know. All right, guys, I need help clearly, but also by month three, one of the last kids I dated would pull me in close just to fart on me because he thought it was funny. Like Jameson, but Jameson, they've never even had a sleepover and this kid was already literally farting on top of me as a joke intentionally. And I thought it would be funnier if we never hung out again. So (laughs) joke was on him. Joke was on him. I wonder if he's still laughing about it because I am. No, he deserves to find somebody. He deserves to find a girl that wants to be farted on, you know, like they deserve each other. And I wish (laughs) I wish them all the best. Okay, but Jameson, if it makes you feel any better, I bet Frank farts too every now and then. So he'll understand. He'll understand. You guys will be great. Also, Jameson wouldn't share details about Frank's life with Jeff, which of course made Jeff start spiraling. (laughs) always entertaining for us because he just gets so angry when you won't give him the information but like he can't force it out if he could he would if he could have lunged across the studio and just like been like strangling jameson's freckled throat like tell me what the fuck frank does for a living and jameson would be like no 
And then Naya, the intern, would have to come out of nowhere and save him. <gasps> because Naya made Jeff <laughs> spiral even further. <laughs> saying that he wants Naya, the intern... <laughs> Off the show because he isn't convinced that she loves him. (laughs) He thinks she might love other Radio Andy shows more. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I just, I don't want her back. Carney, uh, meanwhile, is like his little hype man. Like, I trust Jeff. He has good instincts. He's got good instincts. Carney, Carney, would you say that to Naya's face, though? Like, would you be like, Naya, you can't work here anymore because this guy said, no, you'd probably love Naya. You would love Naya so much. You would invite her to your next yard sale, okay? You might make $1,600 next time. I bet Naya's got some dough to drop, okay? She sounds like a badass bitch. Sorry for calling you a bitch, Nye. And Jeff will probably have some apologizing to do because, <laughs> because Megan Weaver sent Jeff a video of her naked in the tub, I think. You can't see her naked in the tub. You just can tell that she's naked. But then there might be an angle where you see her in the mirror and she is naked. And he's posting it everywhere. He showed everyone live on air. My question is, is that is that revenge porn? Like if Megan decides if she's had it one day and he just goes too far and tells her that she's in menopause for the umpteenth time and Megan decides that she wants to add another lawsuit to Jeff's pile, like that sounds pretty legit to me. Speaking of lawsuits, Doug has a potential one on his hands because he got an email from his doctor with a message about the practice that was supposed to go to each patient, but instead of BCC, he just CC'd. BCCCCC. Rookie mistake. What a rookie. Except he's actually like a veteran that is retiring. <laughs> I think that was the whole point of the email. Like, I'm leaving my practice. Go to this doctor instead. I trust him. So Carney, then we just get onto all of these accidental stories. Carney Wilson accidentally got a million dollar check that was meant for somebody else. What? Doug, Doug got a hundred K straight to his bank account. Okay. Honestly, I am bringing back citizen fines. Like this is my thing. I want to give out citizen fines. So whatever employee did that, They can keep their job, like you shouldn't be fired, but you do have to pay a citizen fine, which is when one citizen fucks with another citizen, and then the fucker has to pay the fucky a fine for the inconvenience. This applies to people who, you know, like can't park in between the lines, or don't pick up their dog shit, or... Doctors who spill their patient Rolodex, like what? But also if somebody accidentally gives you money, you should just get to keep it. You should get to keep it, especially for a bank. Like, fuck that. You charge us enough in fines. This is my good karma cashing in, literally cashing in. And it only worries me because I can be smart, but I can also be dumb as fuck. And I would be like, oh, cool. I must have gotten a bonus on my last paycheck and made 100K out of nowhere. Like, who wants to go to Italy? I wouldn't even know I was being unethical. I just, like, don't think that. I would just be like, okay, cool. I got an extra 100. I don't, what? I don't know. I don't even check my shit. I'm busy rolling <laughs> rolling around on the ground with my cats and 
trying to make my podcast successful. But they did kind of talk about the scenario. Like, do you keep it? Do you not? I love scenario questions. Like, what would you do if dot, dot, dot. So I have a question for you guys because this has haunted me for years and it actually happened to me. And I still think about it because I don't know what I would do if it would happen again. I was coming off of the highway exit and going up a slight ramp and ahead I could see a squirrel with its head smushed to the ground. You could see blood and guts everywhere, but its bottom half and its tail were flapping around like crazy. Like it was freaking out. So it was clearly still alive and I was 20 feet from it. So my question is, do I run? And there was clearly not even the best surgeon, the best squirrel surgeon in the world could have saved this little fella. Oh my gosh. RIP. But, um, so there was no chance of coming back. Now, do I run it over even more to put it out of its misery? Even just thinking because then I, but then I'm the one that has to feel the crunch and then I have the weight of the kill. Or do I just skirt around it and keep driving and let it go off in even more pain and suffer longer? I obviously. (laughs) Oh no, I obviously chose to let it suffer. Oh my God, I'm an awful person. I get it. Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. Pull up in that monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in that tonka color of Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. First things first, I'll eat your brains. Then I'ma start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. Hairdresser from Milan, that's a monster do. Monster just here, yeah, that's a monster shoe. Young money is the roster in a monster crew. And I'm all up all up in the bank with a funny face. And if I fake, I notice cause my money ain't. Let me get a shape. Wait, I'm the rookie, but my features in my show is 10 times your pay. 50k for a verse, no album out. Yeah, my money's so tall that my rap has got to claim it. Hotter than a Middle Eastern climate, climb it. Only, only one, does he whine it, whine it. Nikki on the pillage when I sign it. How you even get one track minus? But really, really, I don't get it. I-Q-C-K. Forget Barbie, fuck Nikki, she, she, fake. She on a diet, but I saw her eating cheesecake. And I say, bro, the Chucky's child's play. Just get another career, it's the mild day. Besides, hey, they can't stand beside me. I think me and an ocean and on Friday. Pink, quick, quick ass, even with flash. Kick that big bag, make him blink fast. This is what you live for. This is what you came for. I'm a motherfucking monster. (sighs) Guys, this is just... (laughs) Sometimes, like, when I come out of doing verse, I fucking love doing verses, but when I come out of it, it's like a whole new world. Like, I just feel like I came out of a different dimension. If you listen to that, I'm actually really impressed, but that's usually what I say for my cats at 3 a.m. in the morning when I pop out of bed to go to the bathroom, do some quick Miss Minaj. So, and that's not even me on Ambien, okay? So I don't even want to know what would actually happen. But Jeff might take an Ambien to go on his flight to Paris, have the best time, you guys. We found out that Doug took an Ambien once. He put a turban on his head and went up and down the aisles. Okay. He sounds like the uh, Copacabana, you know, like with the banana. Is that a thing? But they are all acting like one Ambien is crazy. And it's actually kind of making me really worried. Because again, going back to being smart, but also dumb. Like, I can be so ignorant about some shit. Real ignorant. And like... Again, I love marijuana, but other drugs I don't know that much about. And I did date this guy in Montana that 
<laughs> you guys, he popped Ambien like it was a nightly vitamin. And I never questioned it because he acted like it was normal. And again, we had other issues in my house growing up, but Ambien wasn't one of them. So I didn't know about it. And now that they were all like, oh, don't take an Ambien. And I'm like, one? This kid, that, that I think it was a minimum of one. I, I'm telling you guys, I know how to pick them. I sure know how to pick them. So Jeff left his spray tan on for an extra hour than instructed. So he's extra crispy, which is funny because one guest pointed out this week the lack of diversity in the JLL room. And now suddenly Jeff shows up five shades darker. Just saying, it's a little sus. Like maybe he's trying to inflate his own inclusivity numbers. Now a big congratulations to Doug. Yay, you guys, he's going to get a bathing suit this summer. Woo! Okay, no, I've never been more confused by Sam in my life. Doug, you know I love you. But he proudly claims that... <laughs> he proudly claims that he's going to get a bathing suit because he decided at his age he should have a bathing suit. Again, never been more confused in my life. Like, what What do you mean? Shouldn't you have a bathing suit at every age? Like, I've had one since an infant, and I don't foresee a time when I won't have one. I, I enjoy the water. And again, I am so sick of, like, the body shit, all of that talk. Wear whatever the fuck you want, you guys, and go enjoy the water. Go enjoy being outside and enjoy the water and make life about more than looks. Make life about more than looks. It, it might be fun, okay? I know it's... <laughs> That's literally Jeff's nightmare. A night where... A uh, life where looks don't matter. Ew, a night... One night where looks don't matter is also his nightmare, but an entire life? Yeah, that's just hell for him, I'm sure. But guys, really, with global warming, we don't really have a choice anymore, okay? You're going to get in that fucking bathing suit and you're going to get into that goddamn pool because the world is melting, all right? The world is melting. Moving on in JLL, Jeff wants us to know that he's personally happy for Jameson and Frank because on the show, he fucks around a lot. And <clears throat> off the show, he fucks around a lot. But again, he told Jody Sweeten, Sweeten, his love language is making fun of peeps, just fucking around with them. So that's why you don't need to tell us, Jeff, that you love Jameson and Megan. Like, it's very clear from the levels of roasting we witness. Earlier in the show, Jeff read the job resume that he wants to post for house manager Nancy's position. I love how Doug was like, wait, When's Nancy's last day? And Jeff was like, huh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask. I forgot to ask that part. Um, so she's retiring, but in the foreseeable future, it might be a month, might be a year. We don't know. Nance doesn't know. So <laughs> Jeff, don't worry. You have time to work on that job posting. But I guess this is as good a time as any <gasps> for my big announcement, you guys, uh, to tell you really why I may have been extra sensitive the past two weeks. Sorry if you got like excited. It's really just an announcement of my own. <laughs> because unlike Nancy, when I decided to officially quit my job a few weeks ago, I gave them an official end date. And that date was today. So in the midst of all this that has been going on with Splash of Sass, I have also been working my hardest to wrap everything up there and move the fuck on to a new adventure. Potentially as a house manager at Chateau Lewis, 
I'm just not a lesbian and I will need to bring my cat. So don't think he'll want to hire me, but I just wanted to share with you guys because I am so excited and it's really scary, but it's been a long time coming and I just, I had to go. I had to go and I wanted to do it the right way. So two weeks later, here I am, bitches. I'm motherfucking free. I'm so excited. I need a margarita or 12 once we finish. We got shit to still talk about, okay? But that might explain why I've been a little extra cray the past couple weeks, a little extra on edge because, you know, just all my careers have been juggling in the air. Not sure if I'm going to find my next job on ZipRecruiter, but if they want to pay me to advertise, I sure as fuck will. I will. Love ya. Okay, but in Jeff's ad, he put a lot of stipulations in. (laughs) Basically, all Jeff is looking for in a house manager is a boss-ass bitch that only eats the cooch, to put it politely. Until a caller let us know, Jill with a K, (laughs) that it's illegal for Jeffrey to advertise the Nancy job using that language as it features minimal to no inclusivity, therefore breaking many laws. Basically, she tells us that you can end up hiring whoever you want. You just can't advertise for that specific person, I guess is the moral of the story. Jill also warned Doug that someone is pretending to be Doug Buden on TikTok. Isn't that illegal too, Jill? Like, why didn't we drop the illegal word there? You scared me with the whole Jeff and his beautiful ad that he was trying to post. Um, And also, did Jill say she was an attorney? Because if she isn't, then she should be. And if she is, I know who I want as my lawyer, should I ever need one. The next caller told a story (laughs) about how she took an Ambien on a plane and her husband hated her by the time they landed because she splashed some orange juice. What the fuck? That was it. She said she wouldn't take Ambien again, but I say, fuck that. You take your Ambien and next time just put a Xanax in his OJ and watch him chill the fuck out. Or just hit him with a splash of sass, aka the podcast that will be here for you five, yes, you heard it, five days next week, bitches. And and since I'm now officially unemployed, if you even care about me a little bit, could you just tell somebody, please, or like everybody in your entire life about the podcast? Thank you. I just love you guys so fucking much. All right. I will see you back next week. Have the best. Oh, and I'll be here Monday. Okay. I don't, I will celebrate Juneteenth, but we can celebrate with an episode of Splash a Motherfucking Sass. Okay. I love you guys so much. Subscribe, listen, rate all that shit and have the best weekend ever. I fucking love you forever. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sass, splash your sass.